Greasers, this is your Uncle Jimmy once again with Grease the Wheels, a podcast coming to you weekly about your trials and tribulations as an automotive technician, or a technician of any type for that matter. Now, what I want to talk to you today about is your fellow technicians, the types of techs that you work with. Now, chances are you are not the only technician in your shop, and if you are, you should thank somebody, <laughs> really, because uh, this would be an ideal situation for a lot of us not having to deal with some of the outrageous personalities that exist out there. Uh, sometimes, sometimes the outrageous personalities are good and sometimes yeah not so good i found in my experience in the past that uh i myself personally am one of the more outrageous personalities and i find myself difficult to deal with at times so i can only imagine what other people must think of me Uh, i've made tremendous i've made really honest to god awesome tremendous friends of fellow technicians i've worked with but uh it's kind of rare it's kind of rare that people see things the way i do it's kind of rare that people have the sense of humor that i have and you know actually listening to this podcast over the last few weeks. If you have or you haven't, you'll find that my sense of humor seems to be somewhat dormant. I worked with some, uh, like I said, I've worked with some great technicians, uh, some people I call good friends, people I would do things for. And one of the things I like to say is they are people that I would give a kidney to if they need one. Um, but there's other technicians that, uh, well, to put it bluntly, if they were on fire, I wouldn't piss on them because uh, they're just basically just fucking assholes and, and they're jerk offs and, and they're mean and evil and they should probably just die. Um, I want to talk to you about all the technicians in between though. If you uh, work in a shop and there's approximately 8 to 10 guys in that shop and you work there with those 8 or 10 guys roughly uh, over the course of about 2, 3, 4, 5 years maybe even, you're going to find that if you leave and you go to another shop that has you know a fair amount of technicians as well, you're going to find that the technicians at the new shop are almost identical to the technicians at the old shop. They just have different names is all. Uh, what I find is that there's about, I think in my experience, I would say about 6 or 7 different types of technicians out there. And I'm not just talking about skill. I'm talking about personalities and work ethic. Most of the time, work ethic is actually not a problem because if you have a technician and their work ethic is terrible, unless you have a really shitty service manager or shop owner, that sort of take care takes care of itself. Um, I have run into situations where technicians run and hide and do other things besides fixing cars, but it doesn't happen very often. It does happen. Uh, and it, it's, it's amazing that it actually can happen. And in a situation that allows them to still get paid is is a situation that's, well, it's broken. Basically, it doesn't work. Because any situation where somebody can get paid for doing nothing, you know, like managing <laughs> shop, uh, any situation where that happens is not good. And you need to fix it or do something about it. Now, what I'm talking about, though, actually, is the uh, more more than work ethic, I would say the personality of the people that you work with. Now, I have worked with some people, like I said before, who are great friends and, and have excellent personalities. And, and at times, we've butted heads a little bit, not not too often. Um, I have one friend who's a technician who never, who never saw anything the same way that I did, but that didn't keep us from helping each other out and being there for each other. Uh, he didn't really enjoy my sense of humor, but he did enjoy when I stood up and helped him out whenever possible. I have another friend of mine who's a technician who is a, a joy to be around. He's friendly, gregarious, and fun and funny all the time, really. I mean, even when he's in a bad mood, he's not like an evil person to be around, which is something I can't say about myself. Um, if I'm in a bad mood, uh, basically, I'm about as worthless as a bag of dog shit. So I, don't, I wouldn't want anybody to be around that. I don't even like to be around that. I, I try to keep myself in a good mood most of the time. I hope you do, too. 
One of the things that you're going to notice when you work with a lot of different technicians is that uh, when you go into a shop, if, you, if you're if you the new guy, very difficult to judge, first off, the skill level of the other technicians in the shop and also their willingness to perhaps help you out. Now, I like I said before in the other podcast, I had recently greased the wheels and moved to a shop in the southern part of the United States where we have technicians who are of Latin descent. And I've got to tell you, now, I, 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 love, I love the Latin people, uh, Hispanics, Puerto Ricans, uh, Cubans, Floridians, wherever they come from. It doesn't really matter to me. Um, I have found them all to be just awesome, really. I I mean that from my heart. And uh, I have about half a dozen now that I work with. And in all cases, they are friendly and helpful and smart and hardworking. And uh, I wouldn't trade them for, I wouldn't trade them for three quarters of the people I used to work for. So uh, I really lucked out and got a lot of great, uh, great personnel around me. Uh, and, and some of them don't actually have the skills with the brand that we're in now that I do. So if I can help them out, I definitely do try to do that. Actually, everybody in the building has been extraordinarily friendly, very, very helpful, especially with a uh, operating system that we use for electronic arrows that is just absolutely fucking horrendous. It's just this whole other podcast, boys and girls. The system that they use to write and track arrows and get estimates and sell work to customers is probably the stupidest piece of fucking software I've ever seen in my life. Like I said, it's a, it's a subject for another day. So when you go into a shop and if you're the new guy and you don't know anything, you definitely want to put an attitude on that you're going to be friendly and you're going to help everybody as much as possible a lot of a lot of times what you can do is maybe do some of the shit work that the te- other technicians don't want to do that's a good way to endear yourself to them to ingratiate yourself to them uh, I know that one of the things that uh, some of the uh, uh, I don't want to say lesser technicians but some of the technicians who aren't as skilled maybe or are on a lower pay grade maybe I don't know it, it, I can't really describe them without making it sound like I'm insulting them but let me just put it this way uh, there's technicians in the shop who aren't as valuable as I am and even that doesn't sound right at all, but that's what you get what I'm trying to say here. And and these individuals will actually go out of their way to do tires for me because I hate doing tires. Where I'm at now, we have a tire machine that does everything except scratch your balls for you, so it's not such a big deal. But if you work in a place where the tire machine is older than you are and you're old, then uh, you might relish having somebody do tires for you, especially when it requires a, an extraordinary amount of physical labor just to dismount the fucking thing. So uh, that's one way to ingratiate yourself. Another way is to uh, try to learn as much as you can from uh, the other technicians. And I mean this, even if you've been in the business for 30 years, there is going to be shit. I don't care how old you are. You can learn something from every technician that you meet. They know something. They've figured out something that you you haven't been able to or that you didn't or they know a better way of doing something that you're doing. And uh, so I'm always looking forward to meeting other technicians, find out what they know, learn their tips, learn their tricks, find out how they tick. And in the process, I can uh, help them out maybe. Uh, Some of them are as thirsty for knowledge as I am. Some of them aren't. I have worked with uh, quite a few technicians that I, uh, I gotta be honest with you, I didn't like. And I don't want to say I fucking hate them, because hate's such a strong word, but in a lot of cases it actually works. Um, I've had some technicians who like to talk behind my back about me, and then they're friendly to my face, which is uh, the sign of a pussy, is what that is, basically. Somebody who hasn't got the balls to say anything bad about you to your face, but behind your back, oh, that guy's a, that guy's a piece of shit, you know? No, really, actually, it's it's you that's the piece of shit. I've actually uh, left jobs where there were more than one or two employees who I, I just couldn't stomach anymore. Did leave one job actually on purpose because there was a, a service manager who was worthless. There was an employee who should have A, never been hired, 
and B should have been fired and, and nobody was going to do that. And then there was another guy there at the same place who needed an ass beating in the worst way. And if I had doled out that ass beating to this guy, I'd probably be in jail still because it wouldn't have been just a bloody nose or a black eye. It probably would have been broken things and maybe even death because he really irritated the shit out of me. So I just got away from that situation and sometimes that's the best you can do. And, and that's, you know, that's probably the best uh, advice you're going to hear from your Uncle Jimmy because uh, if you got people you can't work with, don't get physical with them. Just just don't do it. It, does, it's not, it makes you look like the, the, the guy who's in the wrong, even if you're not, even if the guy's pushing your buttons and deserves to have his ass whooped. So that's, that's probably the best piece of advice your Uncle Jimmy's ever going to give you is don't get physical with somebody at work. It's, it's never, that's not, it's not an answer. I know I've choked back the urge to punch people right in the fucking face so many times, but in, it succeeded in choking back that urge. So <clears throat> believe me, if, if you can avoid it, definitely avoid it. Make sure that if you carry weapons and a lot of people actually do carry weapons, especially in this particular area of the country that I'm in right now, don't get those involved. That makes it a, a more heinous type of a thing that goes on. Now, the other thing I wanted to tell you about is when you're working with technicians, other technicians, is you have to have I would say that when you go into a place and you start working with new technicians or technicians that you've never worked with before you get a new technician you need to have a, a modicum of respect for these people you have to if you don't know what their experience is if you don't know what their training is you don't know what they know then you should give them the benefit of the doubt and have some respect for them uh, the worst thing in the world is to is to have a new guy roll in and he looks really young but he's been doing it for five years and guess what he's fucking better at it than you a good idea would be to just kind of start at the top and work down and in some cases you'll find you don't have to work down very far and then there's other times where you get technicians in, you give them a modicum of respect, and you find out that they don't deserve any, that they have uh, tiny IQs, they don't know very much, and they're just faking it. They're posers. They don't know their asshole from a hole in the ground, basically. They're, you're forced to work with them. They may or may not bug the shit out of you asking you questions about what you do or how you do it. What I have found in my experience is that sometimes they get hired only because they don't have to pay them much, which, I'm sorry, in, in my opinion, is wrong. The old saying goes, garbage in, garbage out. And what it really means is that if you hire garbage, they're going to turn your customers' cars into garbage, and that's going to be the garbage goes out the door. So if you're concerned with quality, uh, you might want to have the people who hire technicians for your shop spend a little more fucking time interviewing these people and finding out if they know things. I think it's a little distressing when uh, a service manager interviews a potential technician and he is completely uninterested in doing that job and maybe even hates it so much so to the point where he'll cut the interview short and just tell them that they're hired, which is wrong. Please don't do that. And one of the things that you need to do is kind of test their knowledge just a little bit, you know? I mean, there's systems on the cars that they're going to have to work on and there's things that they're going to have to know to work on those systems, okay? So if you hire somebody and you ask them about air conditioning and they don't know anything about air conditioning, you've just eliminated a good chunk of the things that you work on. You, you've just determined that they can't work on those systems, which is great. Okay, that's what we need, people who can't do shit. I like to ask te I like to ask future technicians, how does an ignition coil work, you know? But that, this is really not a good question because, to be honest with you, a lot of technicians I know who are actually pretty good at it don't have a fucking clue how an ignition coil works. And if you don't have a clue how an ignition coil works, you should probably find out it's not that terribly tough. Then it indicates that, you know, you've actually learned your craft. 
in my opinion, also, I think, how can you, literally, how can you work on something when you have no idea how it fucking works? You have three wires that go to a coil. What do they do? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Well, you know, thanks for coming in. Uh, there's another system on the cars, and we're getting away from it more and more. Uh, but for a long time, cars had secondary air pumps. I always like to put the question out to technicians that want to work with us. What does a secondary air pump do? What's its job? And if they don't fucking know, hey, you know, thanks for coming in. There's the fucking door. Don't let it hit in the ass. I don't want to... I don't want to have to teach you common, simple shit works. I don't have the fucking time for that. All I'm asking, all I'm asking is, when you hire a technician, he's got to know what he's doing. If he doesn't, he doesn't have to know absolutely everything, but he should know the fucking basics. Okay. You know, if you have to deal with a technician of this type, you know, you want to be a little careful because they can bring the ship down. They really can. I mean, you think about it. If you work at a shop with ten or eleven guys, and there's a couple of guys who are putting garbage out the door, who aren't fixing cars worth the fuck, they always come back, and, and shit's always ruined, and they damage cars. You need to get the fuck rid of them because that shop's reputation is your reputation. Nobody ever says, nobody ever says, oh, you know, Bill at Jeff's Auto Repair wrecked my car. No, they don't say that. They say, oh, Jeff's Auto Repair wrecked my car. And if you work at Jeff's Auto Repair and you're not Bill, it doesn't fucking matter because Jeff's Auto Repair sucks in that person's mind. That means you suck. So be careful. This is your reputation you're talking about here. Uh, one of the things I found that new guys like to do, and I don't want to harp on new technicians, uh, business needs new technicians, but we need to have technicians that have got a fucking brain, a right, the right attitude, and the right initiative and motivation to get better every day. One of the things that, that new technicians like to do that irritates me, and I'm, I don't want to harp on this too much, but one of the things they do is, is they become what I like to call monkey see, monkey do technicians. Now, there's a lot of jobs on the cars that I work on that I've done before. So when I go at them and have to do them again, I've done, you know, maybe 10, 15 times. I don't even have to think about what tools I need or what parts have to come off to replace the parts I need to replace. I don't have to, there's not a lot of thought process involved. So I can do it in an almost robot-like manner and get the job done quickly. And if one of these new guys is watching me do this, they're going to get the impression that the job is easy. And I think that as experienced technicians, a lot of us are very experienced. A lot of us have training and, you know, all the things that go along with having done the job before. We make it look easy. That's one of the things that we do. We make it look easy. And that's where the new guys get in trouble, okay? Because when we make something look easy, especially to them, and, and they go along and they try to do it, they don't a lot of times understand exactly what the fuck they're doing. They just are repeating. They're mimicking what we do. They don't know. I had an incident years ago, and there was a tool involved, a special tool for this particular brand. And the tool was used to just hold two valves open so that they didn't press against the camshaft while I removed the camshaft. It was a six-cylinder engine. All the valves were slack against the camshaft. They were all in base circle except for these two valves. So they invented a tool that you put on there that pushes the valves down so that it slacks. It, it keeps pressure off the camshaft. And you can remove it without having it spring up or crack in half or whatever. Well, this idiot that worked next to me, didn't have any idea what the fuck that special tool is for, why you put it where you put it, why you tightened it down, how far you tightened it down, and why you left it on there while you were doing the repair. He didn't have any idea. He just knew he had to put it on there. So he put it on there and he started tightening it and tightening it and tightening it and tightening it and tightening it. And he tightened it so much that he took a half inch Acme threaded rod that was part of the special tool and bent it like a banana and ruined the fucking tool. And the whole time he said, he kept saying the same thing. He must have said it six times. I can't see how it works. I can't see how it works. I can't see how it works. 
And if I could have gotten away with it, I would have hit him in the fucking head with a hammer until he was dead. Because it pissed me off. As a monkey see, monkey do technician, he had no idea what the fuck he was doing. He was just mimicking shit. I ended up having to go in and finish that job because it was obvious he was too fucking stupid to do it, right? And then we had to order another special tool, which took, you know, a couple of weeks to come in. This was a tool that gets used often. So we were kind of fucked for like a week and a half or so while we got a new tool. And did he ever say anything like, oh, sorry, or oh, geez, I didn't know how it works, or or I, I should have read the repair instructions, or I should, no, 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 no. He just turned his attention to something else and just went at it and started bucking other shit up. And this is a kid that really honestly should have just been sent on his way. He was just too stupid to breathe, really. But here again, I said I wasn't going to die. I wasn't, I, I said I wasn't going to go on about this, and there I did. I just went on about it. I'm sorry. I am a human being, too. That leads me to another type of technician that I've worked with that I'm sure that you all work with, and in some cases you may even be this guy, um, the complainer. I worked next to a kid who complained nonstop from the beginning of the day to the end of the day. There was always something for him to complain about. He watched everybody work. He watched a couple of people not work. He didn't like this. He didn't like that. He didn't like anything. At one point, the shop actually bought us lunch, and he was upset about it for some reason. I don't get it. He's really the only person I've ever met that complained about free lunch. And as a matter of fact, that day that we got free lunch, he actually went out and got his own lunch from somebody else. So I used to tell him, see, you're the only guy I know who could screw up a free lunch. He did. He complained nonstop. And he was a nice guy. And he was a very good technician. He was smart. Just didn't seem to enjoy a lot of the aspects of the way the shop was run. And I can't say I completely disagreed with him in all cases. But I certainly didn't need to hear it nonstop all fucking day. If you're going to complain, Get it over with. If you don't like the way something's going, you have the right to complain. And and even your fellow technicians might go, you know what? You got a valid point. Or, you know what? I hear you, brother. Or something along those lines. But you know what? That's it. Get it out. Get it over with. Get back to work. I don't need to hear the complaining all goddamn day. That's extremely irritating. There's other technicians. And like I said, like myself, they're kind of clowns. If you're fortunate enough to work with some individuals who have a good sense of humor. And I, I right now, I do uh, work with some guys who have good senses of humor. Mostly what we do as guys all day long, because we never like to say anything that hasn't been said before. So what our uh, vocabulary consists of on a daily basis is just non sequiturs from some of the movies that we've enjoyed over the years. Some of the good ones are uh, Tommy Boy, Grandma's Boy, Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber is always a good one. Dazed and Confused is just a non-stop, wall-to-wall movie full of non-sequiturs that work in so many different cases that it's, it's, it's awesome. And then sometimes, of course, you get, you know, you get the sleeper non-sequiturs, you know, like from The Godfather, Fight Club, these sorts of things, maybe Inglorious Bastards, something from Pulp Fiction. Uh, there is, uh, there's a lot of different movies out there with some great quotes in them. If you get in with the right bunch of people, and I am now and have been in the past, actually, you can have a lot of fun with some of the banter back and forth, especially if, if you're big movie buffs, or even if you're not big movie buffs. And if you're not a big movie buff, if you've missed some of these movies, definitely get yourself a copy of Dazed and Confused and, and Tommy Boy and Grandma's Boy. I think you'll be good to go with those three movies. They're full of, of nonsense types of situations, much like working in an automotive repair shop. Some of the, the situations and the chaos that they get into is very relatable. Some of the things that they say are 
funny and when you repeat them they're still funny and you can repeat them several times and they're funny and don't forget to invent your own stuff I've had uh, <laughs> I've had situations where technicians I've worked with have come up with uh, their own little sayings their own little trademark sayings that nobody else has really got and uh, I think every shop has those just as an example and this this is from my way 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 back but I had a guy when I was this was back when I was still a parts guy I used to get him parts and I would tell him I say hey I got your parts for you and he would just say okay dickhead and he was from Jamaica so it was in a, a Rastafarian kind of an accent and it was funny and I still say that to this day and the, the other thing he used to say was okay puss puss and I don't even know what that means but it sounds funny and I like I said, I still say it every day. And then uh, some more recent stuff uh, that we used to say. And if I think about it some more when this podcast is over, there'll be some more that I, I remember that I'm not remembering right now. Uh, one of the ones from uh, a job a couple, two, three years ago was uh, LMB, which stood for Lick My Balls. <laughs> so, yep, somebody would come in and <clears throat> somebody would come in and they would have a problem with their car and we're not going to f- fix it or we're not going to try to fix it or they don't want to they want to decline the repair we'll just tell them lmb lick my balls you know or ligma that's another way another way of saying lick my balls if you're one of the girls who are listening to this uh, podcast i apologize i know that doesn't really work very well for you but hey you know what lick my balls okay <laughs> at the last shop i was at we had i had a, 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 one individual who was uh who definitely should be a comedian. There's no question about it in my mind. And uh, one of the, th- <laughs> but he came up with stuff seemingly, seemingly every day. But one of the major things he came up with, which is total nonsense, but it was funny. They repeated it over and over again, which somehow or another made it funnier. Uh, he would say that P is stored in the balls. Like I said, it's nonsense because P is not stored in the balls. I'm not a doctor, but I know that that's not where it's stored. But he would repeat it. He and and in different situations, and he'd be like, you know, that guy's car is pretty pretty nice you know but i'll bet you that guy doesn't know and we'll be like what he doesn't know that p is stored in the balls all day long okay no matter what you said got turned around and some statement was made about where urine was uh kept about the storage facility inside the human body for liquid waste as i say it now and uh if i listen back to it it's not going to be funny but if you were working in that (laughs) if you were working in that situation probably be crying Listen, your fellow techs are doing the same thing you're doing. Uh, They may get upset with you at times for your behavior or your attitude or the things you say. One of the things you have control over, and I want to just touch on this briefly because it's something that bothers the shit out of me, but it doesn't really bother that many other people as far as I've noticed, is the music. Um, we've got a guy in the shop that I work in right now who uh, plays his music plays his music pretty loud, and for the most part, everybody seems to enjoy it, except for uh, when it comes to, like, Thursdays. Because on Thursdays, he likes to play, like, speed metal, death metal. And I, I don't enjoy that stuff. I don't think really anybody enjoys that stuff, although I haven't heard anybody else complaining at our shop because our shop is literally brand spanking new. It still has that new shop smell. The salespeople up front like to bring customers back and show them our new shop. You know, it's, it's. I think it's actually embarrassing if they bring a customer into the shop and there's a radio in the corner screaming out about how the bodies hit the floor, how the bodies hit the floor. You know, if you got that guy in your shop, you know, just, just say something to him. Say, listen, can you, you know, the, the fucking angry speed metal shit, can you just kind of keep that on the DL? Turn it down a little bit, you know? I don't like to tell people what to play and what not to play. I would never do that. That's not my personality at all. I have very wide, broad 
spectrum of musical taste. There's only a couple of genres I really don't appreciate very much. Speed and death metal is one of them. Country music's the other one. Everything else, including rap, I can handle without any trouble whatsoever. It doesn't bother me at all. And as a matter of fact, on Friday last week, uh, this particular individual, the DJ of the shop, I, as I like to refer to him as, he went into a punk rock mode and played a lot of Ramones. He played The Clash. I didn't hear the Sex Pistols in there, but uh, I did hear the uh, the Talking Heads. A lot of that late 70s, early 80s English punk rock stuff that was was really actually pretty good. He, for the most part, he plays pretty good stuff. But uh, listen, if, if your music has to be loud or it has to be on, just make sure you're not annoying the shit out of everybody else. Try to be considerate. That's, that's one of the things that makes you a good technician to other technicians is if you're considerate. I think it's important. As far as skills go, we've talked about this before. I've talked talked about this before and I want I want you all to know that this is my stance on your skills get more skills learn more every day try to learn more every day these cars are changing and they're changing rapidly so you got to you got to keep up if you cuz if you don't you're just going to get left behind and trust me it sucks I've been left behind I'm trying to catch up now I spent 3 years with my skills atrophying at an independent shop and now I got to go and fix cars that were built 3 weeks ago that have problems with systems I've never even fucking seen make sure you keep up on your skills keep the radio low and uh, try to have some fun while you're fixing the cars okay it's important Got to have fun at work. Got to love what you do. What's the old saying? The old saying is if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. No, that's not exactly true, but you won't hate it as much. Anyway, that's uh, that's it for your Uncle Jimmy this week. I wanted to just say I need some feedback from you people. If you're listening and, you know, everything seems fine to you, that's okay. You can you can say nothing if you want. But I'd like to know what's going on out there in the world. If you got to, if you got some favorite non-sequiturs, something from Dumber and Dumber maybe, or, you know, he, who even knows, something from Superbad, hit me with your best stuff. Goodfellas is another one. Man, Goodfellas. Are you kidding me? I'm funny. Funny? How am I funny? What, am I here to amuse you? You know what I'm talking about? So hit me up with your favorite non-sequiturs from movies, your favorite nicknames, the things you shout at people in the shop. You know, like hit it with your purse. I, I enjoyed that one the first time I heard it. I heard it a lot, so I don't enjoy it as much anymore. Let me know. Hit me up at the uh, email address at the at our Facebook page, on our Twitter. Let me know what, what you guys are saying in your shop. Let me know how you get along with your fellow technicians. Let me know what attitudes or what attributes or what personality traits you like and which ones you dislike. And uh, I I ask for a reason because uh, if I have any of these personality traits that you don't like, I'd like to chop them off, shave them down, maybe get rid of them. So let me know what's going on where you work. Let me know what's going on in your life. Let me know what you like to hear, what you like to watch, what you like to listen to. I'm your Uncle Jimmy signing off. This is Grease the Wheels.